Hey guys, welcome back uh, to The Encounter uh, by Redeem LA, guys. Uh, thank you guys for choosing us. Thank you guys also for uh, listening uh, to our podcast. Um, I think we want to start by saying that we have today uh, Raquel right in front of me. We have Diane. We have my sister, which is Deb. And I have myself um, to introduce today, which my name is Danny. Um, but today um, we want to speak to you. I think we're going to start a, a new series of the Holy Spirit, a new series uh that I, I think it's really I I personally I enjoy this very much because I've been studying this a, a lot, and um, I think today I think one of the how do I say this man one of the faces of God, uh, we can see that He is the Holy Spirit, He's the Son, and He's the Father, but one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to be our consoler, and we can see that in John fourteen twenty six. Uh, I like to read always a little bit up, so let's read all the way to twenty four. It says, "Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word." Words that you hear are not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I've spoken to you for a while, and I am still with you. And it says on 26, But the Helper, the Consoler, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance to all that I have said to you. So we can see that. Um, I think I chose a really poor version, but either way, I think I think it got, got the point across. The consoler uh, as the Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit is not here to just, um, to just uh, how, how do I say it's like, because we only we only see the fire side of the Holy Spirit, right? Like the whole church goes, oh, you know, the power and, you know, you screaming and, and all these things. But I think the most important part is the part of, of of God being the consoler and the consoler if you guys notice a consoler is not an enabler uh because we tend to mess that up for example you know your mom whoops you right Rekha? and then your dad comes behind you and consoles you but the real the right consoling is not saying oh your mom is crazy no no, no. <laughs> but the real consoler would be like I hope you learned your lesson let me teach you the right way that's the right not an enabler but the right way is that even though you just got whooped let me teach you what your mom was trying to say, <laughs> right? And and I think I think my parents did a great job at that. Like when my dad used to whoop me, my mom used to console me. And when my mom used to whoop me, my dad used to whoop me and then console me again. <laughs> that's just, that's just a little joke for you guys to understand what I'm trying to say. But the consoler doesn't mean that he's going to be an enabler. But consoler is going to be that he's going to teach you. He's going to console you where you got hurt. Because there, if you don't, I feel like if you don't cry or you don't hurt, there's no such thing as consoling, right? I, I feel, I feel like that's the way. So we have to understand, and we have to let the Holy Spirit guide us to the truth. Go ahead. I was, I was gonna say that. Uh, I feel like John is like mostly when you look up that word uh, consoler, which is paracletos, um, it only comes out in John. Like John, just be like all about the consoler. Um, John and then first John, but okay, whatever. The the point is that um, I was gonna say that uh, what I see from the verse that you were reading is that the Holy Spirit almost like teaches us how to testify for Jesus. Like his job is not like saying like you were saying like oh you poor thing oh you sad here let me give you a hug. Uh, although yeah, uh, the Holy Spirit does that for, does that for us too because we're so weak. Um, but mostly what he's trying to do is remind us who Jesus is and what he came to do, which mm -hmm. gives us again a sense of value. Because guys, without Jesus, we're worth nothing. I mean, if you needed a reminder, this is what I'm here for, that without Jesus, you're nothing. You're zero, no. You are just alive for years, like what, 80 years, and then you die and you return to nothing. That's literally pointless. Your life is pointless. But Jesus comes and he adds value to our life. 
he gives us a purpose and uh, he gives us uh, almost like things to follow so that while we're here we can be successful enough to go into uh, i don't want to say a next life but into eternity right into eternity with him where we can enjoy riches and uh incredible love forever never 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 right um but the point to say is like what what the consoler comes to do is pretty much teach us to testify jesus like with our life we testify for jesus yes i'm sorry Oh, a verse that ties in like really good with what you guys have said is um, John 16, 13. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you into all truth. And what is the truth, which is Jesus Christ? And he will not speak his own words. He will speak only what he hears and will tell you what will happen in the future. So you can see that we we have to be secure in the Holy Spirit. That's why we have to live with him every day. And because the future sometimes we like freak out we're like oh what am i gonna do with my life oh my gosh i'm so old like i have done so much but i don't haven't done so much but what am i gonna do but the holy spirit has that under control he's like don't worry about that figure that out later like i have everything that you need right now think about right now and feel yourself that's what he what the lord wants for us Oh, sorry. Because I was going to say that if you read uh, John 14, uh, 15 and 16, which is one also it comes out as him uh, being a comforter. It says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the word whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you. And I love this because, first of all, the way we get the consoler or we get the helper, we get the comforter is by loving God and keeping his commandments. If we do these things, then we get him. And again, what is he for? To help us testify, uh, to be our um, our intercessor, our um when, when we mess up, he goes and he tells Jesus, hey, go defend us. Please defend us against the Father. Uh, if the Father wants to give us death for our sin, remind him of your sacrifice. Right? He intercedes. Intercede. That's the word I was looking for. He intercedes for us. Right? So consoler is not just that. It's like he consoles us to remind us, hey, your, your payment for your sin is no longer death. Now you have Jesus. Again, testifying for Jesus. Sorry, Raquel. I just Go ahead, Raquel. Um, there, there's, a, there's, a, um, there's another version that I read of, of the same verse that I, I really like the, the last part. Because it says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. So there is the reinstatement that um, if we need consoling, if we are going through a difficult time or a trial in our life, we can stay reminded that he will never leave us. Like That is the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit being here until Jesus comes back, um, that he will never leave us, that we will always have someone there um, to plead for us. And even it, when we need things, like not necessarily like, like in addition to like, like asking for forgiveness, like whenever we need something, like he will be there to advocate and be like, like, look, your, your daughter, your son is asking for this. Like maybe you should see like, like do they deserve it? Do you want to give it to them? You know, and he's always there to give us what is in God's will that we need. Yeah, and I was gonna say guys that if you guys notice, like uh, I just just as a comforter, just like you guys said, like he he's the one that com comforts, he helps, and I I love this, I love what you guys said because a lot of people um tend to be guided by the Holy Spirit without the Word of God. Like mm -hmm. for example, they think that uh certain things are in, are correct because oh I, you know the Holy Spirit told me, but it's very very important for us to hold on to the commandments to what's written 
and to what the Holy Spirit tells us. Because since the Holy Spirit is a spirit and makes us feel, we can also be confused with our own feelings. So that's why when I, I also I love to say this because people sometimes they get um what's it called uh, they get confused because they say oh I feel like I should go do this but I'm like okay but tell me in the Bible where that is. And that's how we always keep ourselves in check. For example, mm -hmm. you might have a feeling saying, oh, I should go yell, you know, into this girl's ear. <laughs> but I'm like, where is this biblical? Yeah. If, you guys just, if you guys would hear every every uh, prophetic thing that, that, that's, that's been said to me, I said, no, no, that's not right. Where is that in the Bible? And we have to check it. That's why it says that the commandments, what is written is one helper. And then the next helper is the Holy Spirit. Those two should be joined together at the hip. And they should be uh, together. They should be able to lead us where we're trying to lead and comfort us where we're trying to be comforted. I was going to say, Danny, that Jesus came to represent God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit came to represent Jesus or to testify for him, right? So if whatever the Holy Spirit is telling you to do is not aligning with what Jesus said, that's not the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Strange fire, right? Yeah. Which is what we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because sometimes we can be emotion-led and we think it's spirit-led. Yeah. But the way that we can always back up, guys, we're all human. We can mess up and say, like, oh, I think this is spirit-led. But at the end of the day, what does the Word say? Because Jesus is the Word, right? The Word became flesh, John 1, 1, I believe, right? And the Word became flesh. So Jesus is the Word. So whatever the Word says is what the Holy Spirit has to represent. Yeah, and with, with the Word of God, right? right. The, together. I, that's how I was going to, I was going to just, so everybody can understand and, and make sure that they take this home today, is that the way that we need to understand this is through the Word of God. If there's no Word of God, if there's nothing backing it up, I don't think we should do it at all, number one. Because... Notice what it says here that nobody knows. I, and I always tell the people, I even taught it to you guys yesterday. Yeah. It's the God. It's the invisible God. Nobody nobody knows how the Holy Spirit works in, 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 in what's it called? In, in entirety. Only, mm -hmm. for example, the Father had a whole um, Old Testament. Uh, Jesus had a few verses. And then the Holy Spirit, uh, no, uh, Jesus had a few books. And the Holy Spirit has a few verses. Yeah. And so we're almost left as in to say, like, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit here and you guys figure it out. But with the Bible, we see that. We can see, you know, different habilitations, different uh, sh uh, shadows in which people can see the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has always been there. We can see in Revelation 4 that the Holy Spirit has always, always been there. But the way it works, it's through the Bible. We always have to back it up with the Bible. Yes. You look, you look like you wanted to say something. I just wanted to say, like, I just wanted to like back up with a verse. First Corinthians two eleven says, "For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thought of God except the spirit of God." And literally, so the spirit of God is the mind of Christ. So how can we understand that? We can, but the spirit has been given freely to us, which means we are giving like a, a privilege almost. I don't even think to comprehend because I don't even comprehend it. I'm just like, okay, I'm running with it. If this is what the spirit right. says, here I am, you know? Um, and I love that. So here, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who, who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, by, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I love that, that this is so clear that it says like, you can't teach spiritual things to human no, no, no. Yeah. Well. So you have to, you interpret the spiritual things and you teach it to those who are also spiritual. So spirit and spirit, nice. Human and human, eh. 
Oh, sorry, spirit and human? Nah. That's why it's crazy when we, like, all, like, have the time for dones, like, our gifts, right? Our prophetic gifts. Like, at that time, that's when the Holy Spirit is, like, most, like, like how do you, yeah <laughs> and it's crazy because we're all in the same spirit and you can see like only the spirit descends when everyone's in the same spirit yeah. if you're in your spiritual state like the holy spirit speaks to anyone it wants and if you want it like it'll come yes and it, it's beautiful like yeah. i i think that that's when that's why we should pray constantly like that's when you ask the holy spirit what do you want me to say because they're, it's the being that knows what God wants. Right. Yes. Dude, you know, I was going to say not only that, like not only in the spiritual sense, but like y- you can tell when somebody is spirit led in their actual life with how mm-hmm. they react to situations. Like it's not normal for someone to be going through like a really tough time and for them to be saying like, oh, dude, I'm joyful because I know my trust is in the Lord. It's just yeah. not normal. Right. Yeah. What we're used to is somebody's going through a tough time and like they're downcast, you know, <laughs> like, oh, Everything is gloomy around them. No, but the person who is going, you don't even know they're going through a rough time. And then later you find out and you're like, wow, I would have never guessed. Because they have this like, because um, it's just not human. It's not normal to be joyful through your sufferings. But the spirit of God gives you this comfort, gives you this help to say, hey, yes. you can do it. Don't forget who your father is in heaven. Hey, don't forget that Jesus came and he died for you. So you feel joyful because even though the things of this world are crappy, you know that they'll pass. Oh my God, I'm not supposed to be crappy. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, that was my bad. Um, even though the things of this world are bad, um, you know, even like that, you feel happy and you feel joyful because you know that they're just, how do you say pasajeras? Uh, yeah, they're just like. Time passing. I don't know how to say Yeah, it. they're just quick. You know, they're just for a little bit. Temporary. You know, I was going to tell you guys as well, like, when, 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 we, when we see that the Holy Spirit consoles us, we also have to see that the Spirit consoles us. And we already see, we already said that He consoles us according to the Word, right? Yes. So I feel like when, when also the Holy Spirit comes down and consoles us, is that He says, like, we feel something towards, oh my God, I don't even know how to. <laughs> how to do this but um he comes he comes and sees how our heart is hurting for something that we don't yes. agree in so for example I, I i used to have this and like i didn't agree with something that the church did for example mm-hmm. so when the holy when you go close to the holy spirit he consoles you and teaches you that your heart is not the right one Mm-hmm. And he teaches you that his way is the right way. And I think I think this this generation needs this a lot because it's very heart led. Mm-hmm. This generation is like, I feel like it should be this. I feel like this is wrong. And in yeah. reality, it's not about what you and I or anybody yeah. here feels, but what it is written and what is true and what is fact. And that's why I always tell people this, and I hear it from this guy called Ben Shapiro. Even though he's not Christian, <laughs> he's not Christian, but I think yeah. what he what he says is really important. He says facts don't care about feelings, mm-hmm. and, and the fact and the fact that and the fact that uh, um, that the Bible is written, and for example, and and it says that you know you know fornicating is a sin, uh, stealing is a sin, um, having um, uh, I don't know how to say it. adultery is sin. Uh, uh, killing kids is sin. We can also see that uh, uh, not only just that, we can see anything that all these things bring keeps you away from the goodness of God. Yeah. So the consoler also comes and convinces you with love, with patience, with hugs, to tell you, look, what you feel, we understand it, but it's not the right way. Let me switch. You know what I'm saying? Like you would, you know how I always tell you, like um, I always remind, or you always remember me when like uh, um, when Benaya wants candy. 
or when Santiago wants candy and he's bawling and you're hugging him and I always tell you, don't give it to him. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to give it to him. I'm just going to explain why. And, and, and you would bring the kid in and you're like, listen, the reason why you can't get that is because you haven't eaten all day. And then when they understand, they're like, okay, but can I get a later? And they're like, yeah, you can get it after you eat. You see, you console them and you mm -hmm. taught them the right way. So I think we have to understand that from the Holy Spirit. We all need that, I think, at some point mm -hmm. to, to so God can align our heart with his heart. And I was going to tell you, Danny, like we can see the way that the Holy Spirit will teach us if we just look at the life of Jesus. Like uh, all of the Pharisees were so um, hung up on Jesus not following the rules. Like remember when he tried healing someone? Well, he didn't try. He healed someone on the Sabbath, right? And they all were like, what's going on? Like, how could you? This is the day of rest, yeah. right? And Jesus is just like, what do you think is more important, dude? Like, come on, get it together. I'm sure he didn't say dude, but probably in his time, he said something cool along those lines. Uh, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he came and he didn't just say, this is what it's going to be and that's it. Like you're saying. No, he taught. He was like, what do you think is going to be more important? Or um, I also love when he tells them, like, uh, you guys give your tithe, but your hearts are bad. Your hearts are not good. Don't do one without the other. So he's saying, hey, you're doing one thing good, but it's not good if you don't do the other. Do both of them at the same time. Right. And I love that about uh, Jesus, that he doesn't just come to impose. He comes to teach. And that's exactly what the Holy Spirit does. So when we're doing something in our life that we feel is like the right thing or sometimes, guys, we do the wrong, the wrong thing, the bad thing. Right. But mostly we feel self-righteous and we feel like, oh, yeah, my way is the best way. And this is the God way and the Jesus way. Right. But then the Holy Spirit comes and it tells you, like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it. Right. Like sometimes you're just like, no, that person should not do this, this and that. And then the Holy Spirit comes and it's like, what about you? You did that. And you're just like, oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> just start right. looking around. Like, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Are we remembering? We, we, we've all had we all yeah. had that, right? Yeah. We all had the the whole sudden the whole sudden change of heart. Yeah. Then you just you're about to yell at your mom and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Or you're about to say something <laughs> or incorrect. And yeah. you, or honestly, we get that almost every single day. Or you just got in a fight with your mom and there's like something in you that pushes you to say go to go say sorry. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit. And even, just not even just that, the people even coming back to church and they feel bad and they feel like they shouldn't be here and they feel like um, they shouldn't, uh, they don't deserve to be in, be in this church anymore. In contrary, the people that are coming back is the Holy Spirit yeah. helping them, comforting them back to where they're supposed to be. Yes. Um, you have something to say? Yeah, I was going to say like, um, even though sometimes we feel like the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to us, we have certain people in our lives that the holy spirit speaks to so they can speak to us right. like for me it's always been my mom like if i'm like in a bad mood or i'm like oh my god this person sucks like she's like but how about you like Ugh. like haven't you done even worse or like she like brings me back to, to reality to, yeah she's like damn you're not that good of a person either so <laughs> <laughs> but dude the reason you trust your mom yeah. is why because she's like she's taught me everything and because and you know she reads the word yeah. and she she knows what the word yeah. says like if some random person on the street told you this you'd be like okay bro whatever <laughs> right but yeah. because it's your mom and you know her spiritual stature yeah. you trust yeah and i feel like that's what um some kids lack that they don't have um parents that teach them like the right way probably they only get yelled at they don't have um parents yeah that they don't have parents that like are like okay calm down like let's think this through let, let me explain why there's only like parents that just uh, brush them off or like you shouldn't be doing that and leave like and i feel like 
um if you're a church leader or like anyone in a higher position in church if you see like a kid struggling that you should be um that vessel that the holy spirit uses to console them because sometimes as a kid you don't feel the holy spirit or you feel like the holy spirit isn't there and you see people like crying you're like why are they crying like that's so weird like are they doing it on purpose is it a show like i remember i would feel like that i'm like I'm like, is this for real? Like, but once you experience it, and once you let the Holy Spirit like um, take it, his place, like then you start like, oh yeah, this is true. Like it, it wasn't just the show that the adults were putting on for me. Like you right. know, yeah, that's a teach. Dude, and I was gonna tell you Psalms twenty-seven ten. It's one of my favorite. Um, I like it better in Spanish, but still, I, I'm gonna read it to you guys in English. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will take care of me. So, kids, if you do, or youth, whoever is listening, if you do have parents who don't love you, who don't teach you, then rest easy. Like literally, again, the consoler comes and he speaks to you and he says, even if they abandon you, even if they hate you, even if they don't love you, even if they don't teach you, even if they don't do anything for you, who cares? Because I, the Lord, who is a good father who has no mistakes who is perfect in all of his ways he will come and he will pick you up and i love the spanish version because it says con todo te recogeré so like with everything i will pick you up wherever they leave you wherever you laid last wherever you felt least unloved there i will pick you up there i will show you my love and Amen. honestly god's love is so perfect guys that once you experience it in fullness there's just there's just there's no space to feel empty. There's no space to feel anything but loved and cared for. And you realize how insignificant human love is. Like, it's necessary and I'm here for it. Human love is awesome. But God's love, it can just... Ah, it surpasses, surpasses everything, everything, right? Uh, a multitude of sins. Yes. I love that because usually we think like our sins right which god does cover god covers all of our sins and hallelujah thank god for that um but also it covers a multitude of sins done by others to yeah. us right yeah. it's almost like he lets us forgive forget and ah i love that it's beautiful uh we have a human over oh. here oh but Wait, before you say that Rekha had something to say um diane also said something that was that's like very like true <laughs> so um she said that like you know the holy spirit also speaks to us through um different people as well so i think that's also something important to keep in mind that the holy spirit whenever you need an answer from him he's not gonna come down like fire big thunderstorm and like say like <laughs> your name like like even in the bible we see that he like the holy spirit didn't manifest himself only in fire like for example um there are like a few examples in which he's been represented through water through through um through oil through a dove and um seals and lamps and eyes and all that stuff and it's just important to know that um we need to trust that the response that we need the consolation that we need that's the right word uh is gonna come it's gonna be there and and you're not gonna get it maybe the way you want to but eventually you will feel peace in your heart knowing that god is the one yep. sending his holy spirit to console whatever you're going through Yes. Um, not only does the Holy Spirit console, but it's something that Danny was also mentioning that the Holy Spirit grants us an understanding and knowledge of how to truly love the Father because us as humans, our love is imperfect. Right. It's not, it doesn't meet, it doesn't meet the standard that God's love has, right? Mm -hmm. So if we go to Deuteronomy 6, 5, it says, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. Those are three things that we see in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy 6, 5. But this same exact verse is seen in the New Testament in Mark 12. And this is what Jesus says as the most important commandment. That you must love the Lord with uh, all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, but also all your mind. 
And Jesus adds that extra part because that's what the Holy Spirit does. It allows us to understand how to truly love God and how to love us, how to love Amen. God with, to meet His standard because, like I said, our love is imperfect. So the Holy Spirit not only consoles, but it gives us an understanding, not only to fulfill the commandments that God has placed in our hearts, like it says in Jeremiah 31, 33, but also to fulfill the commandments that Jesus gives us, like He says in Mark 12. Nice. And I was going to say just full circle because he says with all of your mind. And the only way that your human mind can learn to love God is if you have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ, again, Holy Spirit. Boom. Rose. Full circle. I was going to tell you guys that, you know, you know what I was, I was remembering right now? The story of Jesus Christ going up to the to the mountain when he's about to uh, be, uh, you know, trapped and he's about to be uh, crucified. He goes to them. I always bring this up, but I think this is beautiful. And he tells he tells the father, Father, if you if you can if you're willing to not let me drink this this cup for me, please let it be. But let it be your will, not ma not mine. And what did God send him? An angel to help him. We can make a strong case that that was probably the Holy Spirit. We can make a case, but that's not the point. That's not, I'm not here to uh, come with my own. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but we can say we can see that he sent him somebody. And you know what's the, you know what's the worst part? Well, not the worst part, but the, the thing that just you were saying to understand, it wasn't about him not dying. Because did he still die? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. but he consoled him mm -hmm. to his death. He said, mm -hmm. "We're gonna. I'm gonna give you strength. I'm gonna console you." But you know that this is the Father's will. Yeah. You know that's not about you. It's not about me. Yeah. But it's about somebody higher than us. And that's what I'm trying to say. That that I hope I'm I'm getting through and I'm hope I'm being clear. Yeah. That consoling is not always being an enabler. Yeah. Being an enabler is like, okay, you can go do it again as long as you're happy. That that's not what the Holy Spirit does. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit tells you, Are you hurt? Yes, okay, pat in the back. But this is the way we're going. Yeah, Danny, and I love that because he Jesus so says, your will must be done, not mine. Yeah. Again, acknowledging his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher, whatever he says, I will do. But if it's possible, can you help me out? No, not today. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, the, the crazy, the crazy thing it's about crazy. this is that Jesus. since Jesus is God, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't he know? Wouldn't he know God's will in that point in the moment? But since he was human, yeah. he let go of his uh, how do I say his deity? Yeah, his deity yeah. moment in there. And then told them, look, this is what I want. This is what my flesh wants, yeah. but let it be what you say. And I, I like it because this is exactly what happens to us. When we want something and God says no, and then what does he send? He says the Holy Spirit to tell him and help us and strengthen us to say, that's not the way. This is the way. Stop crying. Yes. Another like important thing that I've, I've been noticing as well is that every time that like all these people in the Bible have received the Holy Spirit or received this consolation is because they asked. Yeah. It's because they... they pleaded to the Lord and they were like God please help me like I literally like don't know what else to do like I really need you to show me like how to get through this trial that I'm going through to get through this desert and so to be able to receive that consolation from the Holy Spirit and to be able to understand the way that he works it's very important that we ask and that we ask genuinely like not just because like everyone else is like being filled like oh yeah like I wanted to like no it has to be genuine you need to tell God and be like Lord I desire your Holy Spirit and there's something that um, uh, I learned this past weekend in which um, we we are like we can be three different types of like dry land or three or four I, I might be wrong of five okay um, <laughs> but there, there's one that like I was really like like wow like dang um, so um, it was explained that um, in Isaiah 40, 
four, three. Um, let me look for it. Give me a second. Okay, it says, For I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields, and I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your children. And so then um, the connecting verse with that one was uh, Psalm 68, in which the rebels are the dry land, meaning that we, who always constantly sin, are rebels, and we are that dry land that needs the filling of the Holy Spirit. So um, if you need consolation or if you need strength in the Holy Spirit or whatever it is that you need make sure that you ask for it for the Lord because he knows that you need it because he knows that your land is in need of just like you know some some water the Holy Spirit so yeah what? sorry oh good. so just to add what she was saying also um, something that's really important is that when we have our victories we also need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because sometimes when we're victorious, we see like, oh my gosh, look at me. I did it all by myself, my own understanding, with my own strength. But like Raquel was, sorry, like what Raquel was saying is that we have to fill ourselves with the Holy Spirit even in our victories, in the good times, because that's when we know that the Holy Spirit is working through us, especially when we're dry, because it also says that those who leave Egypt are the ones who are the thirstiest. Those who leave the world, who leave temptation, are the thirstiest. So that's when we know we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, both good and bad. Yeah, and you guys are right. And I, I like that. that I like that the, what you guys were saying was the Holy Spirit comes and gives us something that we were lacking. And in this, in this sense that we were trying to speak about, about the consoling and the helper, is that he helps the dry land. He helps, and that's that's who we are, right? He helps and gives them a new thing, gives them the thing mm -hmm. that they lack of. Yes. And also the people who fear. Like um, an example, like two examples came to mind while Raquel was speaking. Was first Mary Magdalene when she was gonna get stoned. Like Jesus, right there was a figure of the Holy Spirit. Right there, he's like, "Oh, who are they to like um, tell you that you're sinning if they're sinning too?" You know, in my accusers? yeah, yeah, I'm paraphrasing yeah, in my yeah. <laughs> Diane's version. <laughs> but yeah, like he consoled her, but in the same way he told her, "Don't sin again." Right. Like he can, and she, she didn't. And another example was um, Esteban, um, that he wasn't doing anything bad. He was preaching the word. And what happened? He was getting stoned. And right there, you can see that fear might have taken over him. But what did God do? He opened the heavens for him. And in that way, like his his spirit could have been like, that's where I'm going to be later on. I don't have to fear anymore. Like. This is my flesh and it could it's going to turn back to dust, but my spirit is going to be with God, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the type of um, help that the Holy Spirit gives us through the Father, through Jesus and also through the Holy Spirit I himself. Did, doesn't the Bible say that the, the sky opens up with, with Stephen? Yeah. And it says that he sees God yeah. and then he gets stoned to death, right? Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna say, I well, I, sorry, I didn't know you were done. I didn't want to cut <laughs> yeah, you off. No, it's fine. But I was gonna tell you, I was gonna tell you that that just in all these things, these two people that you were mentioning, these two people were gonna go, we're gonna number one, the girl Mary Magdalene, well, she was embarrassed and she was about to get killed. And yeah, God saves her, and then Steve and Stephen, like you said, he wasn't doing anything wrong, and yet, who in their right mind can just say forgive them because they do not know what they're done? Yeah. But when they're about to be, when he's about to be stoned, I would have said. What Eventually. no? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I would have been set up and said, "Look, I'll die, but make sure they burn." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And that's what I'm saying. That the Holy Spirit, when you're going through a hard, yeah. difficult time, the Holy Spirit comes 
and he he gives you this consoling just like he did to just like he did to many people mm -hmm. he consoles them and he gives them strength to continue and i think that's what that's i think that's what i want to tell you guys today that the holy spirit is here not only to fill you which he does and i think we'll talk mm -hmm. about that in a later podcast but he's here to help you continue keep on keeping yeah. on i think that's the the, the thing yes and for what you just said, there's a verse that I found that I'm just like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Isaiah 61:1. It says, uh, "The spirit of the wow, I can't read. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. So, just that's to back up the fact that the Holy Spirit knows what you need. You're not forgotten about." God knows what you're going through. And if you think that he's forgotten, no, he hasn't. Like, he literally, no, absolutely not. Um, he's just also trying to see what you're going to do, what effort you're going to put into, you know, trying to get out of the pit of despair that you're in. I, I completely agree. And, you know, I, I think uh, just so we can kind of like start wrapping this everything mm -hmm. up, I feel like when you understand the Holy Spirit consoles you, if you guys notice, then when you're consoled, then you can go ahead and console others. Yes. And I think that's very... Uh, very important for us to understand because everybody wants to hear about everybody's problems but not everybody's willing not everybody's uh how do you say like uh, capacitated to to console yeah you know what i'm saying but like like you said like people when i see for example when i see people when i see a little kid crying uh, you know my heart is moved but when i see a 17 year old guy crying my heart does not move so hard so much you know i'm like bro stop crying Mm -hmm. suit up because bro uh, come on like mm -hmm. you only cry when nobody sees you like sorry that was just the way that <laughs> yeah. I, I see it right but like you said unless somebody is consoled by the holy spirit then they're able to console we can see that with jesus jesus uh, the angel comes down and helps him he goes down and sees who's sleeping all his disciples and then what does he tell them why are you guys all sleeping mm -hmm. but now get up and pray with me against temptation so what does that mean that when somebody is filled with the holy spirit gives them water is completely helped is consoled then he is able to go to the people that are asleep that are probably spiritually dead and then rise them and say no pray with me talk with me because now it's time to console others and i think that's very important to understand and so we can uh you know continue the the giving the eternal giving that we have to give right i don't know if any of you guys have to say i was else. just gonna say like you saw it so beautiful and like spiritually but i was gonna say also too like I, I love that we keep seeing how jesus and the holy spirit are literally like same in one because don't you guys ever fall asleep and then the lord uh, wakes you up and says like hey you should be praying yeah. and it's like we but it's like they're in the morning lord so like why why should i be praying but same thing jesus comes and reminds you hey pray against temptation and now the since jesus is not here right now uh the holy spirit is what does it for us it's just yes. you saw it so spiritually and beautiful but i also saw it like so literal you know right, right, right. and i was gonna say like if i can add because yeah, um i stayed back where raquel was where mm -hmm. she was saying like we just can't be afraid of like asking god um what we need from him and i think that's like one of like the biggest taboo in church like oh you should just say uh god you know what you're doing and it's true we should right but yeah. not all of us that's like maturity like at its finest right like lord take the wheel whatever you want but as we're getting there i think god understands when we ask him questions like hey why help us understand this uh lead us to the truth like and i see it in david uh especially when with all his soul problems uh david and his soul it's like honestly it just makes me feel so comforted because sometimes my soul is out of control um but like at 
first he like tells the Lord, like, Lord, why have you made my soul so downcast? All of my enemies are persecuting me, right? But eventually he starts, he gets to a point where he starts telling his soul, hey, today I'm going to praise the Lord. And even if you don't want to, I'm still going to praise the Lord. And he gets to the point where he's starting to tell his, uh, his soul after, um, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Don't forget all of his benefits. So like he starts out complaining to the Lord, right? Like, how come you've done this to my soul? Then he understands and he's like, hey, soul, be quiet. It's time to praise the Lord. Until eventually his soul praises the Lord with him. And I think that God knows that. And I, I read this verse and I'm so comforted by it. Um, Psalms 103, 13. As parents feel for their children, God feels for those who fear him. He knows us inside and out and keeps in mind that we're made of dust. And I love that because it's like God remembers like, oh, my God, they're made of nothing. Let me, let me help them. Like, it's almost like, oh, here, it's okay. Shh. Just breathe, right? Mm -hmm. So when we ask God, eventually he leads us to that maturity. He starts giving us his mind little by little by little. So this is, I guess it's just like a, um, me telling you like, hey, it's okay to ask God uh to help you understand, to help you not feel this way, or like, God, why are you making me feel this way? And eventually you understand that it's it's not God, you know, it's it's your soul, it's it's your flesh, all of these other ugly things, right? And God what he wants is the best for you, your will his will to be done. I agree. Okay, well guys, I think we've reached uh at the end of this podcast. But I was gonna tell you guys that please um I don't know why I continue to to beg, but Please get close to the Holy Spirit. If you need, uh, if you need a consoler, I think the best one is the Holy Spirit. If you're going through a difficult time, pray. You know, bow, bow down, get whatever it is, how you feel comfortable. Stand up, don't stand up, lay down, don't lay down, and ask God to console you, so He can lead you the, into the way that is the truth. Um, guys, once again, thank you guys for. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been seeing my back the whole time, but I'm so sorry. Um, I was going to tell you guys that please follow us on Instagram. It's at redeemla.com. Dot com. My God. <laughs> we, haven't even have, we don't even have a website. But uh, you guys can follow us at redeemla. It's on Instagram. I think we have a few TikToks now. We're getting there. We're getting there slowly. And um, yeah, guys, follow us. And guys, don't forget, every Wednesday at 4 p.m., we'll be releasing our new podcast. God bless you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>